Okay, picture this. You and I, a old, nearly retired man, go and uh, chill at a lighthouse for a couple weeks, and uh, a mermaid washes ashore. Do you tap? The age-old question. <laughs> as old as time itself. The tale as old as time. Do you tap, mermaid? Mermussy? Mermussy. <laughs> My mom watches this. Sorry, back to sorry, mom. Academic channel. Mermussy. <laughs> the Mermussy. Hey, listener. Welcome back to Lore of the Phobes. Welcome to season three. We've missed you. We missed you. Did you enjoy your two-week hiatus? We did. Oh, man, Thanksgiving was so good. Mm. Did you have any good Thanksgiving food? Glazed mermussy. Mmm, glazed. <laughs> we just cooked some turkey carcass soup. Have Isn't you? that nice? It is very nice. You want some later? No. We have a ton of You kind of lost me when you said carcass. Oh, no, you just toss it in and the meat now falls off the bone. Now we're tossing? I don't know about that. Okay, anyway, ignore our Thanksgiving banter. Here we are at the first... Fan recommended. Yeah, by request. By request. From our number one, America's Sweetheart. America's Sweetheart himself. Yeah. An old flame of ours old on flame. the internet. Yeah. Original OG co-host to good old Taryn in the Good, the Bad, and the Boys podcast, Isaac. Thank you, Isaac. Your Thank passion you. for Mermosi has been transferred on us these last few weeks. Oh, man. As we've researched. We, we have been drowning in the Mermosi. <laughs> So thanks for the recommendation. Thank Isaac. you. Yeah. yeah. I'll tip. My little sister recommended Nessie. Nessie. And I told her, no, we covered Nessie. <laughs> <laughs> In the 30 second span on the last episode. Yeah. On the last so, episode. Sorry, um, Nessie fans. Yeah. Suck it up. Teased once again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're covering the mermaid. Yes. Talking about the mermaid, specifically yeah. the mermaid of the Mediterranean region, because yes. as we got into... Just a general yeah. search of everything. We found that mermaids are, or at least the idea of fish people, yeah. are found all over the world. Incredibly common. That's actually the bulk of my notes for this introductory oh, uh, episode. It's just all it. about the different cultures that have mermaid or mermaid-like figures in their mythology. Hmm. Um, first of all, the uh, uh, oldest mention of mermaids we have found comes from comes from babylonia babylon babylon old 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 country <laughs> um but the mythology persists throughout different cultures obviously with babylon and the fertile crescent and all that all that jazz i mean it may have originated here and then just carried to whatever ocean <laughs> whatever city state country landed near an ocean pretty much yeah and you know water so crucial to life it was and so dangerous at the time people oh, really yeah. didn't know anything the ocean was just like vast absolutely just vastness really you didn't yeah. know there was another side to it or anything so a lot of uh, a lot of religions a lot of mythical folk figures and speak come sure. from the ocean yeah and we talked about this in season one but like the idea that the ocean is this great giver of knowledge as well um like with the cowrie shells in the the ojibwe peoples yes yes it's yeah Ocean mythology is huge. That's also the, when I saw the African mermaid, oh, I forget her name. It starts with an M. Oh, the African mermaid? Yes. Is it the Njuzu? 
That sounds that sounds kind of right. It was solitary. Could be good or evil, just depending on the yeah. individual. And spirit. the one I saw, there was like it was just a font of knowledge. Oh, almost like Lady of the Lake idea. Kind of. It was a little more like neutral gotcha. figure, but yeah. okay. for those that, that did choose sense. to help, it was just riddled with secrets and shit. Cool. Very cool. Lots of help. Yeah. Here's a quick fun fact just about the Mesopotamian Mediterranean area. Okay. Um, evidence of stone tools has been found in Crete, which is like an island a bit south of Greece. Mm -hmm. uh, and it dates back as early as 130,000 BCE. Wow. Yeah. Um, so they... Archaeologists and anthropologists suspect that this indicates that early man was capable of seafaring, even, I mean, before we had written language. They were out trying to fucking build oh, boats and explore oh, shit. Seas, yeah. yeah. I mean, With the Mediterranean, too, I mean, most things are in close proximity, so it makes sense they could just kind of hop island to island. And yeah, and those waters are pretty protected from, it's not like, you know, trying to sail the North Atlantic. No. Rest in peace, Rest in the Franklin peace. Expedition. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, so you know, early sailing would be much more feasible there as it would in, like, Aboriginal Polynesia or stuff where they have all the Certainly. reefs and whatnot to mm -hmm. make it a little less stormy. Yeah, that's not to say it wasn't dangerous. Not all seafaring is dangerous. And, um, in fact, as we kind of get more into the mermaid mythology this season, you're going to learn a lot about just mermaids in general and kind of their relation to the unpredictability of the sea. I really all like the sea-based creatures are known to be kind of unruly, unpredictable, very fickle, mm -hmm. as I say, because that's how the sea is. You know, it's fine one second, then you're getting yeah. quite literally dunked on the next. Oh, yeah. And drowned on. And drowned on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's get into just a couple different iterations of the mermaid, kind of globally. I didn't cover much of the Americas. I don't think I actually covered any of the Americas. I think from what I saw, um, most of it was in South America, but what we had discussed in season one, where it's like creatures or beings that come from the sea like you've talked about with the Ojibwe. Certainly. Uh, okay, let's just start with our, our past season, Great Britain and Ireland. Ah, those good friends. Yeah, mermaids, I mean, most accounts are more recent compared to, say, like, the Bronze Age. And these accounts show that mermaids are very um, conniving, very mischievous. If you see a mermaid, it is a bad omen. Yes. Um, and in these these mythologies in Great Britain and Ireland, mermaids are said to either predict unfortunate events, disastrous events at sea, or directly cause them. Mm -hmm. So they are kind of a force of ill on the seas for Great Britain and Ireland. Yeah, that was pretty similar to the Kelpie. Yeah. Only that one was more rivers and lakes and whatnot. Exactly. But they yeah. could either be, you know, heard during it, their oh. presence would foretell it, or if you piss them off, they just straight up cause it themselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, giant storm or monsoon. Yeah. But yeah. either way, all very closely connected. Yeah. And that brings us to Western Europe. Think like Spain, Portugal. Um, this is a very interesting fact, too. Um, <clears throat> Western, Western Europe kind of viewed these fish people as like water spirits. Uh, and mm. more or less neutral. However, um, certain water spirits could gain immortality if they married a human. Mm. And this is the inspiration for Hans Christian Andersen's The Little Mermaid, is the Western European version of The Mermaid. Mm. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Because what, what, where does she go? Does it say like where Prince Eric is from? Seems like, a, oh. like a France or a, yeah, I, something. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. 
Um, yeah, in the actual book, she kills herself in the end, though. Respectable. Yeah. Uh, it was believed that Hans Christian Andersen actually wrote this for his gay lover. Um, <laughs> and it was just his feelings about not being able to, like, be with him. So the, so, uh... like, he was symbolically <laughs> the Little Mermaid throwing herself into the salt water and killing herself in mm-hmm. utter agony. That is how the original, like, Assyrian goddess, uh, is from what I read, is, like, the original Mesopotamian myth comes from. Yeah. Is that it was an attempted suicide to be with a lover. Oh. Um, but then the gods would not allow this woman to die. And oh. instead, she became a fish lady and became immortal. And there was oh. another story, like, mid-Grecian, where a man um, discovers some herbs that were able to bring fish back to life. And upon trying one himself, he becomes like a yes. merman. I read and that. And is one. also immortal. Mm-hmm. It was like weird ties yeah, to immortality. Yeah, like he caught a fish and it landed in the grass and then flew back into the ocean, was it? Something like that. Yeah, the fish he, were doing weird yeah, shit. He, he licked just... the, the grass. He's all like, this has magical properties. <laughs> <This> magic dress. <drug. laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, through gills and that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Existential crisis, the yeah. usual. Now, if we go to Eastern Europe, on the other side of the old European spectrum. The other side of the front. Much more sinister. Much more Slavic. Oh, yes. The, uh, what's the, what are they called? Rosalkas. The Rosalka. Yeah, the Rosalka. Think Greek, Grecian sirens with the Kelpie. So they were more in, like, landlocked bodies of water like the Kelpie. But they looked and, like, sang and lured men into the water yeah. that way. As opposed to, like, the Kelpie being a horse, this was just a beautiful woman. From what I saw, they were also a little poltergeisty that they were created by women who died yes. by the water uh-huh. of nefarious means, most yeah. often like out of suicide. Yeah, or typically, yeah, like before marriage. Yeah, suicide because mm-hmm. they weren't happy with their lover or their lover killed them mm-hmm. in the river. And so like now they're, you know, haunting spirit haunts it <laughs> yeah. and drowns men. Yeah, or just unfortunate circumstance. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, yeah, I think it was more... <laughs> Hell hath no fury, like a woman like scorned a woman idea. Scorned. Yeah, and I've seen that yeah. if they if they can get vengeance, then their spirit will go away. Oh, like they can kind of like a revenant. Them. Yeah, like a revenant oh. poltergeist type. So Very like, cool. Whatever injustice befell them when they died. Yeah. Should that be rectified, they would uh, no longer haunt that body of water. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow, that is pretty cool. Slavic folklore is very interesting. Slavic folklore is weird. I saw that early Rusalka were a bit more neutral. Yes. As most like most of those Russian spirits were is kind of similar to like the early Scottish traditions that we talked about where they were like, you know, it was just like forest spirits, you know, they could sure. be like any the person. The fairy world. The fairy world. <laughs> yeah. But then as Christianity spread that way, it sort of demonized the idea of every mythical creature. Yeah. Every mythical pagan creature yeah, was every pagan creature a hell spawn. Is actually an evil creature. Yeah. And so the Rasalka just sort of became like permanently interesting. Yes. Yeah. I wonder what the I, I wonder if there's any literature on Rasalka's pre-Christian influence. Mm. Maybe. Maybe worth looking into. Yes, but, for sure. Yeah, I would fuck be curious Russia. to kind of see. We're coming back. Yeah, we're talking about the Mediterranean mermaids. Oh yeah. Well, I'm gonna branch off from the Mediterranean here and so, just you could talk about the East. Yeah, the Orientals. I don't think I'm allowed to say that. I also don't think you're allowed to say that. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> well, anyway, the wonders of the Orient take us to China. <laughs> um, Chinese mythology for the mermaid has at least existed since 400 BC. It was taken in a book 
Um, I believe it was something along the lines of common tales, just like Aesop's fables, more or less, but a Chinese version, so to speak. Uh, but they talk about a sea person. Um, yeah, that's that. I didn't look into the lore of it at all. I think they were like shark people. Shark people? Shark people. For China? Yes. Yeah. That's all I, you know, I didn't look too much into it. Fair enough, fair enough. Far. The Japanese one's the creepiest one. Oh, by yeah. By far. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you should, listener, would... look up a picture of Japanese mermaid. Uh, we'll wait. Horrific. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, it scares me too. Yeah, yeah, horrifying. Uh, and then I also had Korea. Um, Korean mermaids are interesting because a lot of the mythology around them is that they were held captive by a person or, you know, a group or company. And then the mythology revolves around like a person saving them. And then they get like good luck across the seas or whatever. Hmm. Um, and so like, yeah, theirs is more of like a... Save the ocean. <laughs> a liberal agenda, if uh, you will. The liberal agenda of saving the ocean. Yeah. Imagine. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought that was cool. Like, we have mermaids that will act like a Kelpie, and then there are mermaids that, like, if you help them, you know, they'll help you back. Bountiful luck so, and whatnot. Yeah, it definitely seems they lean on, like, neutral evil, if we're going through, like, the, kind of, yeah. the alignment chart. Yeah. Like, they can be neutral, but, I mean, for the most part, they seem... Fairly malicious. Yeah, pretty conniving, if nothing else. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, definitely, as we kind of already talked about, that's definitely reflective of the ocean. Yeah. Just like this. This unpredictable. You don't know what's going to happen out there. And kind of the love-hate relationship in most of the ones, especially, like, west of India. Yeah. Um, they're all, there's not really, well, there are mermen, but they're not as prevalent in the folklore mm -hmm. as, like, the ideas of femininity and it's sort of the love hate yeah. relationship that comes with the ocean. <laughs> it's like dating a woman. Like dating, dating a woman's <laughs> like dating the ocean. <laughs> you, have you guys seen pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's our main source. For the yeah. Show. Davy Jones, bro. He married, or he didn't marry, but he fell in love with the sea. And he got um, some pussy. <laughs> he's a, ew. Ew. Salty. <laughs> um, have you heard the theory that Davy Jones, in like the canonical Pirates of the Caribbean storyline, actually started the golden age of piracy by trapping Calypso, and therefore pirates and men had control over the waves, making like sailing and piracy much easier? It's all that much easier. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, and then of course eternally punished, because, you know, he fucking... Dropped a sea god. Yeah. He honeypotted his girlfriend. <laughs> he honey-dicked <laughs> honey a sea witch. <laughs> yeah, rough. Oh. But, yeah, anyway, I have um, Zimbabwe, which we already kind of talked about. The, I don't, the Njuzu, Juzu? Yeah. I don't know how to say it. Juzu, we'll say. But, yeah, more solitary and more neutral, certainly. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, as Taryn said, Mediterranean, the Mediterranean Sea, for the most part, is going to be our main focus for mermaids. And that one, it's, it's fun to see because the story for them has changed so much since the onset oh, yeah. uh -huh. and you can like you can see hints of like original you know the original beliefs and context behind it but it's changed so much it's gone from like a grieving goddess queen to the symbol a dude drinking magic fish water yeah some dude licking grass yeah. well it's... actually that story is from Ovid's metamorphosis which is um, a roman text which is basically their bible 
Yeah. Not really, but like it just had a bunch of mythology and creation myth in there. Yeah. It's like Poseidon's kids and yeah. like, you know, harpies and sirens and Oh yeah. Just yeah. King Crazy Triton shit. too. King Triton. He was, he's in the Greek mythology, which we'll get into on a later episode. Next, yeah. Alrighty, listener. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to for tuning one. in. We love you. Send pictures of Japanese mermaids to your boss. <laughs> to your boss. To your grandma. To your grandma. Say, this you? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> Don't do that, listener. Love your grandparents. Respect your elders. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs>